happy life isn't just about always smiling and, and laughing. Sometimes happy life is a strength to get out of bed, the strength to keep on moving, the strength to believe that it's gonna, it's gonna turn. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. I am so excited that I'm so sad. What in the world does that even mean? <laughs> I am happy to do a podcast on this because I think there's this misnomer out there that we believe that happy life means no sad life. We've talked about this before, but I want to make it really clear today, as clear as I can, even though my brain is like a plate of spaghetti right now. All my thoughts are intertwined with each other. And I've, I've tried writing down some thoughts to make it more linear, but let's face it, I'm just not a linear thinker. And I know that might bother some people that are linear thinkers, but there's plenty of people out there that are doing podcasts and videos and everything that are linear. But there's also people out there that don't function as linear. And so I'm trying to do my best to fill both worlds, but I'm just kind of a, uh, I, I don't. I don't think that way, um, but I, I want to get to the point nonetheless and try to see if I can get this out. I, I I have learned that oftentimes I get stalemated when it comes to posting a podcast because I want to make sure that I get all my thoughts concise first. And I've just been learning lately to embrace who I am and how I function, and and I'm always learning it in a different area of life. And right now I'm learning it on I function impulsively a lot of times. God often communicates to me through my impulses. Um, and, and when I record stuff, I, I feel like I've been taught that I'm always supposed to have it all together first. And, and I've just been learning lately that I just need to get out what's inside of my heart. Cause sometimes when you process too much, you'll process the passion right out of it. You'll process the feeling right out of it. At least I will. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm excited that I'm so sad because I get a podcast about this. We're working on our YouTube presence and in the past, the only time I would do a video or even do a live cast um, would be when I'm feeling up. And if I was feeling sad, I was wait till the sadness would disappear and then I would post. But that's, that's like the person who takes 100 selfies to find the one that's perfect. It's kind of the same thing. And happy life doesn't necessarily mean that we don't go through sadness. You can't have one without the other. That's what we've talked about this a lot. You can't have cold without hot, right? And so I'm really excited to talk about happy life when I'm not feeling happy. Okay, when I am struggling, and uh, you might think that I sound like I'm happy. Well, that's because I'm recording something right now, um, and it, it kind of feeds me a little bit. But I woke up just kind of down today, and I, I I felt like I needed to do a podcast today, but I wasn't sure on what. I'm getting ready to head out in a couple of days, and I don't know if I'm going to have much time to put out Monday's podcast. So I thought I should do that today, but I but I don't know what to do it about. It's not like I don't have any ideas. I've got dozens of ideas that I could do a podcast on, but I, part of me wanted to kind of do, do a follow-up on the March Gladness episode, you know, that was really about, about struggling with anger. Cause there's so much stuff about that. It's such a hot topic, pardon the pun there, but it is such a, a hot topic lately. And I think it's something that, that is really stalemating our happy and it's really affecting 
change in a negative way in a lot of lives, even in a movement, in a culture, in a in a country, in a in in our world. And so I, I thought I want to do something on that, but I didn't want to overdo that. And then I woke up this morning and I, I just I posted something on Facebook, and it said, "Feeling a little weary, a little down, a little discouraged today." My guess is the first one is responsible for the last two. I'm also convinced that it's okay to feel this way sometimes. Hashtag happy life. I I tend to hashtag happy life when I'm proud of my sons and I just posted about them or something cool happened and I just posted about it. But happy life goes deeper than just when circumstances cooperate because circumstances rarely cooperate. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? So I thought I would kind of want to do a, a podcast on that. So which one? And I go downstairs, I grab something to eat, and I just, I don't want to do anything because I'm just feeling down. And like I said, I feel like the the first one was responsible for the last two. The reason I'm a little down, the reason I'm a little discouraged is because I'm feeling a little weary. Not just tired, but weary. You know, there's a difference in between tired and, and weary. Weary goes into the bones, you know. And weary is more than just a physical thing. It's also emotional and, and can be spiritual, can be mental. Weary goes deeper, in my opinion, than, than just being tired does. And I think that's one reason why I'm just because I'm looking at my life going why are you down Steve I was talking to Christine trying to figure this out going what's my problem right now I should be so at ease I should be so content I should be so happy right now but Christine has always told me something you know she's always said Steve you feel the way you feel we put pressure on ourselves that we're supposed to feel a certain way but you feel the way you feel and and so sometimes we just have to talk ourselves out of that and that's kind of what I was doing but I felt like it was going deeper than that and then I thought, you know what? I wonder if I should do a podcast on that post. So I went online and on my Facebook page and I asked, should I post a podcast about this? And I got a bunch of responses that just said, yeah, Steve, I think you should go for it. Because I think when we talk about this and we talk about it under the hashtag of happy life, under the premises of a happy life, it gives us permission to feel this way. When we only talk about happy life when we're happy, then we tend to think when we're sad that we're doing something wrong and I've got to fix it, which reminds me of how I used to handle this. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. So should I do a podcast on on anger today uh, or should I do a podcast on me feeling down today? Guess what? After watching just one scene of The Karate Kid, right when I turned it on, <laughs> uh, we are doing both. Yeah. This is why I think it's so important that we're aware of what's going on around us all the time. Because life is trying to tell us something. God is trying to tell us something. Um, I feel like this is how God tries to communicate with us. Uh, when I talk about how God talks to me a lot, this is what I mean. He's communicating with me. And oftentimes he's trying to use life to do that. This is how he tries to guide us. So, I sit down to watch a karate kid after I posted that I'm feeling a little weary. I'm feeling a little down, feeling a little discouraged, but it's okay to feel that way. Hashtag happy life. I sit down to watch um, the karate kid and um, there's a scene in the karate kid that just nailed me. Of course, when I'm weary, um, you know, you think I'm a ball baby anyway. I can cry. I cried during the Tigger movie, but I can really cry when I'm tired. When I'm weary, <laughs> I tend to cry more. But this scene is so powerful. It's the karate kid with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith, the 2010 version. It's, I, I believe it's the latest one, or I don't know. Maybe the karate kid 14 is out by now. 
I'm not sure. It's like Rocky. They just keep on coming. But it's such a good storyline that I, I don't mind it. And this Karate Kid is much like the older Karate Kids in the 80s. It's kind of the same storyline, just it's a little bit more more current. But in the scene, Jackie Chan's character, Mr. Han, uh, he's the Mr. Miyagi dude in this in this in the 2010 version and uh, he is just having a fit he's taking the sledgehammer to this car that he that he works on all the time that all dre parker jaden smith's character can see is that he working on that car but now he's just beating the tar out of the car and he is tripping out and and when he sees jaden smith just blown away just sitting there watching him he says no training for today and he goes in the car and he just sits down and he just starts bawling. So I love what Dre does, the student, Jaden Smith's role. Instead of walking out and says there's no training today, he gets in the car with him. He gets in the wreckage with him. That's why we got to be alert to what life is trying to show us. We have to be alert to what's going on around us. Because today, if I wasn't alert, I wouldn't have watched that movie. And I wouldn't have caught what the movie was trying to tell me. And I wouldn't have seen how it relates to the post. I wouldn't have even posted what I posted. And... Uh, it's the same way as when, sometimes when someone tells us training is canceled today, we just go on with our schedule. We go back to our schedule, then what should I do? But why is training canceled? And at this moment, Dre Parker is more concerned about Mr. Han than he is about his own training from Mr. Han. He just sits in the car and then he asks him, what happened? I just think it's the word compassion comes from two words. Passion means pain, believe it or not. And, and come means with. And so compassion means to feel pain with somebody, not just feeling somebody else's pain, but feeling pain with them. And Dre literally got in the wreckage. This is the car that Mr. Han, Jackie Chan's character, um, that his family was in when he was driving and they got in a car accident. And Mr. Han is the only one that survived. So every year, on the anniversary of that day, Mr. Han goes nuts, and this year he is just destroying this car. But this kid, this, what, 12-year-old kid or whatever, sits in there and, and helps fix the situation. And I know it's just a movie, but it doesn't matter what age we can be fixed, we can be repaired, we can help somebody, no matter what our level of experience is. And this is... The, it, Dre in this in this scene doesn't know anything about counseling, but he knows something about pain, and he knows something about Mr. Han. He puts them together, therefore he feels compassion, and he gets in the car, in the wreckage within the the windshields all shattered, uh, the hoods all dented in, and and he gets in the wreckage with him and asks, "How are you feeling?" Oh my goodness. What a powerful lesson to be learned there. But that's a, another 14 podcasts we can do <laughs> right there. Well, Mr. Han, and the scene ends right here if Mr. Han doesn't open up. And so Mr. Han actually begins, and this is it's also another 14 podcast to talk about opening up when someone asks us or when someone doesn't ask us, but he begins to share his pain and begins to tell him about his wife and his son that were in that car. And he says the road was steep and it was rainy and it was slick and uh, they were arguing about something. And he said that he got so angry. Last week's podcast, right? Talking about March gladness, and turning our March madness into March gladness. 
this is where I, 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 I watch the scene. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, it's mixing the feeling down today in me and the, um, the anger that I wanted to deal with again, it's mixing them in this, in this one scene right here. He is, he is feeling down and he's talking about this all happened because he became angry and he said he lost control. We talked about anger is blind. just like love is blind because he became so angry. He lost control. He said, we were arguing about something. And I can't even remember what I was arguing about. And sometimes anger takes us to a place and we don't even know why we got there in the first place. But he said, I can't even remember what I was arguing about. He says, I hope it was good. Basically because I lost my son and my wife because of that argument, because I became angry. And how many things do we lose when we become angry? So he's sharing this story of the pain and the anguish and, and Dre doesn't say anything. He's a 12-year-old kid or whatever that just sits and listens. And he was such a great actor. Both of them is such a great acting movie. It's still affecting me now recording this podcast. But he just sat in the wreckage in that car next to the guy, with the guy that was in the pain, with Mr. Han. And he just sat there and cried. And he felt. He felt Mr. Han's pain. And he didn't try to fix it. But after a, a, a several moments of just sitting there and feeling it, he gets out of the car and he goes and grabs these poles that they used for training where their hands were connected to each other through these long, like four foot poles. And he would mimic his, his leader. And, and, you know, Mr. Han would show him how to do the karate moves and he would just have to copy him like a mirror with those poles that were attached to each of their wrists. And, 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 and they would do their hands back and forth like that. Well, all of a sudden he goes and grabs the poles and now he puts them on his mentor's hands, on his teacher's hands, on the, the guy that's more mature than him, the guy that's older than him, but the guy and the guy that's in more pain than him. And he, pulls him out of the car with him and next thing you know he starts going through the motions and the first action he does he he takes that pole and he makes Mr. Han wipe the tear from his eye with it and then they start to to get in the position to train and Dre starts the process but Mr. Han soon follows and next thing you know the therapy to his pain about losing his son is helping another son who lost a dad and now it's not just much about his pain, but it's about him helping somebody else. The point that I really got out of this here was that he didn't just try to fix him. And sometimes I, I struggle with even posting that I'm struggling online because I always get the people that just want to fix it right away. But I just want to say, before we try to fix something, we need to feel something. Does that make sense? Before we try to fix it, we need to feel it. I listen a lot more to the person that is going through the pain with me, the person that has compassion. And he didn't even know, he's just a kid. He didn't know how to fix his teacher's anguish, but he sat there and felt. And after he got done feeling, after he sat in the wreckage with this person in the wreckage of their life and he felt their pain, then he knew what to do. And that's the difference between how I used to handle a rough day like today and how I handled it today. I mean, how I used to handle a bad day was I got to get out of it. 
It's the same way with if I want to be happy, I got to get rid of the negative. I got to get rid of the sadness. I I can't feel it. So it, it's, you know, we did a podcast called What About Bob way back in the beginning. And that's what we say. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel wonderful. Trying to tell himself that he doesn't feel bad. And I used to try to get rid of that negative feeling as fast as I could. In fact, all my energy went to not feeling sad anymore. All my energy went into ignoring how I felt and trying to fix it. But today was different because today I just posted online and I said, it's okay to feel this way. This is how I feel. It's okay. And I, I, now I give myself permission to feel the feeling because today we want to numb all the negative feelings. We want to feel the happy feelings, but we want to numb the sad feelings. We want to feel all the up feelings, but we want to numb all the negative feelings. We have, we have so much medication today that, that will even help in the situation because we don't want to feel sad. So we numb it. The problem with this is, is when we numb the, the negative, we numb the positive as well. You can't numb the anger without numbing the happy. You can't numb the sad without numbing the peace. It numbs them all. You know what we're talking about? When you take some of that medication, it kind of levels you out on both sides. You don't feel extreme either way. And that's what we want to do. We want to numb. But today, I've learned to feel. In fact, I let somebody else feel with me. It's like I got in the wreckage of my car, which wasn't anything like that movie, obviously, uh, like Karate Kid. But um, I went online and I shared and I said, I'm having a sad day today. And you know what happened because of that? I got all sorts of cool stuff. <laughs> One of my friends and happy lifer, um, you know, he posted a song, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Never going to give you up, never going to let you down. said, this is Decebo from God. I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so cool. And then my other friend who runs the Blast.fm. Blast Bites of Truth with comedian and speaker Steve Hayes. Woo! <laughs> I'm on that like five times a day, by the way. Check it out. It's If you like good rock and roll and good metal, he does a, a radio program and I'm on it several times a day. And he's also a good friend of mine, but he comes on and he, he posts a, a response to that and says, that is the worst song ever <laughs> using caps and everything. And I was like, this is so funny. It's making me laugh. But because I was able to share, this is what my pain is right now. I'm laughing moments later because people came to the rescue because I let them see my disability. I let them see my brokenness. I let them see my pain. And now I give myself permission to feel. And that's why I'm doing this podcast today, because I want to give us permission to feel. You feeling sad? It's okay feel it. You're feeling down. It's okay. Feel it. Cause after you feel it, you'll be able to fix it. But to try to fix it before you feel it, I just don't think it works. It reminds me of Wreck-It Ralph. I almost watched that too. Fix it, Felix and Wreck-It Ralph. There, there are two things in the same video game. There are two things in our body and we need each of those things, right? We need the fix it Felix and we need the wreck it Ralph. And sometimes we just need to, before we fix it, we just need to feel it. And before we try to fix somebody else, we just need to feel their pain with them, get in the wreckage with them. So man, 
I give you permission today to feel. You know, how I used to handle having a bad moment, a bad circumstance, a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, a bad decade <laughs> in the past versus how I do it now, night and day difference. I still struggle with sadness and I still enjoy happiness. But when the sad times come now, I'm not in such a hurry to fix it. The sitcom answer, you know, you can come up with a, with the a character, the plot, the problem and the solution all within 30 minutes and pat each other on the back and, and walk out. And that includes commercials, right? But sometimes we just need to feel the pain before we can fix the pain. So I give you permission to feel today. And if it's something that you struggle with, don't be afraid to, to get help because we need each other. The point is, when he entered in that car, it made it much easier for the other person to share how they're feeling because they're like, you're going to come in my accident with me, and then you're going to be concerned about how I feel. All right, I'll tell you how I'm feeling. It was such a beautiful scene. And then I I go upstairs to, to, to take a shower and get ready. I have to take my son somewhere today. And um, the song that comes on my Google Music, I'm telling you, we got to be alert to what's going around us. Uh, it's a song that, that my sister-in-law turned me on to. We went to a Dave Matthews concert in the Gorge out here in Washington. Oh, it was one of my favorite moments with my brother and his wife and, and Christine, my wife. And, and she keeps talking about how she loves um, Gravedigger. And uh, that song came on. I'm like, oh, i got to listen to the lyrics. And I never quite got this before, but Gravedigger... When you dig my grave, dig it shallow, so I can feel the rain. So that I can feel the rain. When you dig my grave, could you make it shallow? So that I can feel the rain. I never quite got that before. I just thought it was a great song. But it made sense today after my post, after the movie, and this came on, Gravedigger, when you dig my grave, it doesn't get more final than that for us on Earth here anyway. There's an eternity out there that I can't wait for. I can't wait to see my my parents up there and my friends up there, and I, I can't wait for that moment. But here on Earth, Gravedigger, what he's talking about is in his deepest moment, in his darkest moment, in his biggest struggle, he still wants to feel I never understood how people want to watch sad movies and they want to cry, but it's important to feel. And when you're down, it's important to feel. We talked about last week about in, in the, the book of Psalms, Psalms is full of that, that whole concept of the author of the Psalms would just, he would feel. And after he felt, boy, you would have a chapter or two of just negative, just Ugh, ugly stuff coming out of this guy's mouth. I should say pin or whatever, but ugly stuff coming out of him. And then right after that, he always comes up with a solution because when you allow yourself to feel, you'll know how to fix. So I hope that helped. Thanks for listening to me go on and about my day today. <laughs> uh, might not have been good for you, but it was good for me. And uh, happy life isn't just about always smiling and, and laughing. Sometimes happy life is a strength to get out of bed, the strength to keep on moving, the strength to believe that it's going to it's gonna turn, the strength to know that this isn't failure, isn't fatal, it's not final, uh, the strength to know that this doesn't might not last forever. Give yourself permission to breathe. Give yourself permission to feel. Don't be in a hurry to get this thing fixed. Just feel. 
and give yourself permission to, to enter the wreckage of somebody else's life and feel their pain as well before you decide to fix it. And then when you do fix it, Felix, you're going to do it completely different, I bet. I hope that helped. Thanks for listening. Steve Ace.